Hope your Shabbos and Yom Tov were wonderful. Now back into a regular schedule. Reminder that tomorrow night in Englewood, New Jersey, Congregation Shomri Amuna invites everybody to a, a commemoration of the 25th yard site of the Rav, Rav Soloveitchik. It's happening tomorrow night with Mincha at 7.55. The program in Mariv will follow. It's happening at Congregation Shomri Amuna on Huguenot Avenue in Englewood, New Jersey. The featured speakers include Rabbi Herschel Schechter, Rosh Hashiva and Rosh Kolal at Ritz, and Rabbi Menachem Ganak. And Rabbi Ganak is with us live via telephone. He's the rabbi of Congregation Shomri Amuna and the CEO and rabbinic administrator at OU Kosher. Rabbi Ganak, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Nice to speak with you. So um, uh, this uh, this commemoration is happening tomorrow night in honor of the uh, of the Rav's twenty. Fifth yard site. Um, is there a special focus tomorrow night? There's so much to be said about the Rav. So many aspects of his uh, incredible life. Is there a specific focus tomorrow evening? Well, <clears throat> I don't know that there's necessarily a specific focus, but you know the Rav was sui generis. He was unique, and uh, I'm sure that's what can try to be communicated. His absolute stunning genius and the important role he played in rebuilding. Or building, I should say, Torah in America. It's interesting to see in history how certain personalities, rabbinic personalities, uh, stay, I don't like this word, but it's such a popular word, stay relevant You know, for such a long time. We're talking about hundreds and hundreds of years and some even beyond that um, if we look at, the, at certain cases. It, it seems that the, the Rav and his legacy are heading in that direction where generations from now uh, he and his works and uh, what he had to uh, to offer will be analyzed and discussed by everybody in the community. I think a thousand years from now, people will be, still be talking about the love and reading some of his important essays, saying over his Chidusha Torah. Um, he was really, um, he was just so incredible, just such a genius. And you know, the combination, first of all, the, the tradition of brisk of his grandfather, Reb Chaim, the sign of such a great uh, rabbinic family, and also how he marshaled general knowledge. He had a PhD in mathematics and philosophy from the University of Berlin. And just at that turning point in history, the combination of the two was so significant as serving as a role model for an American Jewish community that was being challenged by by um, by, the, by the pressure of the relevant to where the relevance of Torah in a, in what is then a modern world. Yeah, it really is amazing what he was able to accomplish. Uh, Rabbi Ganak is with us tomorrow night. You're all invited to Congregation Shomri Amuna, Yuganot Avenue in Englewood, New Jersey. When both Rabbi Herschel Schechter and Rabbi Benachem Ganak uh, discuss the life of the Rav on the Rav's 25th yard site. The commemoration happening tomorrow evening with Mincha at 7.55. The program and Mariv will follow. We've asked you this question before, but it's such an important one, and I think it needs to be repeated as often as possible for people to understand uh, what it was like to be on a one-on-one one -on -one basis with the Rav. You were uh, one of his Talmidim and um, had constant interaction with him. Uh, what could you tell us that the general public who simply heard his lectures or shiurim would not know? Well, um, anybody who just heard, to, you know, going back to that, whoever heard his lectures or his shiurim was profoundly impacted. I've said this 
before, but anybody who ever heard the Rav, the first time they heard the Rav, they will always remember that experience. It's like somebody's first time, you know, everybody remembers who they were when, assuming they were alive at the time, when, when they landed on the moon, when Kennedy was shot. It was such an extraordinary, mind-changing event. Um, just the impact was so extraordinary because both his pedagogy, you know, his, his derech halimud and his, it, 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 both his, his language was just like in the, in the major shum, was both poetic and so precisely brilliant. It was just such an extraordinary experience. And, uh, you know, so those who were in his shir, you know, they heard it so many times because they heard it. So he used to give shir three times a week at Shir University. Tuesday night, he would give shir for Balabatim, which was in Yiddish, um, at the Maria Synagogue on the west side. But uh, it was just, it was an experience. It was something that just changed your mind. There was there was no one who had those qualities of being a Balmazbir and, and just having this such brilliant insights just in the Peshat and the Rambam and the Gemara. And afterwards, it was so obvious. You say, well, you know, why didn't I think about it? it um, obviously, after he he said it, it was clear. But he was it was just an extraordinary experience for people. And having him as a role model in the one-on-one arena? Well, you know, on the one-on-one, I, I used to sometimes learn with the Rav uh, Wednesday nights alone. I helped him edit his... Um, some of his sure, which he ultimately published, Shem Luzech Abambari. So, you know, just he, first of all, he, he, you know, he was so considerate and he thought about things and just to see this extraordinary historic mind work was really, uh, was just an, an, an unusual experience because you knew that you were dealing with a historic personality. And there were things that happened in those encounters that the people in his general sheer would not have picked up and not have seen. Maybe, but, you know, I think anybody who was in the shir, you know, or was listening, to his, or even a shir, like the, when he would give one of his major shir, the Yorkshire shir, the Chubadrasha, you know, the impact, uh, just the, the one-on-one, the, the drama that he brought to it, you know, both as, you know, as a teacher, you know, he always used to say, I'm, I'm not a Rosh Hashiva, I'm just a Malamid, but it's not so bad to be a Malamid, the, the Pesach says, because Kodesh Baruch himself was a Malamid, mm-hmm. the Pesach says, so, you know, he thought himself as a teacher, as part of the Masorah, passing on the Torah. But, of course, he was he was just just so extraordinary. He, and, there was no one like the Rav, just no one at all. And you've met many qualified Malamdim over the years, but nobody comes close. I've, you know, over the course of my life, I've met, I'm not going to mention names, but, you know, many Doylem, truly great men. Um, whose names people are familiar with, but there was just no one. There was just no one like the Rav. He was, as I said, he was unique. He was different. He often would speak about the individual singularity. You know, the, even these phrases, the lonely men of faith. But he was just set apart. What's next in the publications? Is there anything being worked on now by his students and uh, being edited by people well, like you and others that uh, that's going to be coming out? Um, well, we're. Planning to put out. I think the next thing we're going to put out is called um, "Blessings and Thanksgiving." We, we're just about this next week or two. Ani Lustiger had edited, as you know, he's been doing a wonderful job of editing commentary of, of the Rav and Chumash. Right. So Safer Devarim it will be out. It should, it should be coming to the United States within the next few weeks. Nice. And that'll be the fifth, obviously, last of the series on Chumash. 
And the next thing, what we have slated to put out is a manuscript called um, um, Blessings and Thanksgiving. That's the operating name that we have now, which was edited by um, Sean McCombie and Joe Wolobowski and is based on manuscripts and, and some tapes from the above on... Uh, <coughs> on um, on on tefillah on bracha, there's also we uh, we added to the manuscript the agada part the translation of the loves yotzeshi that he gave on bracha, and the agada part um, is being added to this as well. And as we've discussed many, and as we've discussed many times, when it comes to tefillah, uh, his his unique take on things is really remarkable. Uh, I so think that's true. I think there's certain sechlas that you know. The love opened up. One of them was Brachus, and in, 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 in general, he's, he had a focus on on Moed. You know, in in Valajan, I was just came back from Metzasol last week, and I was speaking to to David Feinstein. He's the Piskorov's grandson, Rebbe right. Feinstein's son, right. and we were talking about why is it that Ravelva focused so much on Kachin? As a matter of fact, when I once came back from Metzasol, the Rav asked me. Who did you speak to in learning? So I gave him the whole, you know, Rav Shach and Rebel and so on and so forth. And he said, I spent a lot of time with Rav Michal. So, so he, he had a very high, very, very high regard for Michal. When he was in Boston in 1940, Rav Michal, who was Moshe Feinstein's nephew as well, and he was related to the Rav, doubly related. First of all, he was a Feinstein, and the Rav's mother was a Feinstein. Um, you know, Rebelli Krishna's daughter. Um, and also, when he married Biskorov's daughter, he was married. Through, he was related again through marriage. Um, but you know, he, he said, you know, he doesn't send the why Ravel only focused on Kachim, the fact that he can't call it Tarakula. Like I said, my grand, my uncle who called Tarakula, and in Valaj, indeed, they started from Brachas and finished at Uks, and they went Kaseda of the Shas. And this notion of you know just either Yeshiva Shemeshechdas or focus on one thing and not the others. You know, that was foreign to the Rav, because he, when he used to give shir, it was on many, many different inyanim, and, and really, you know, each year was a different sechta. Right. It wasn't like a rotation. So there was kachim, there was, was you know, okay, kaseida, mayid, you know, zoim also, he, he learned chala, he learned rochus, um, but he learned kachim with us. It was really kolotavakula. But the, but the point is that uh, the yeshivish mesechtas would not include brachos normally, and he, of course, because they he... They did not, right. Right, right. So he focused on things that weren't necessarily right. studied. Very interesting. Uh, Congregation Shomri Amun invites you to join them for a commemoration of the Rub's 25th yard site. It's happening tomorrow night with Mincha at 7.55, and then the program at Shomri Amuna. The speakers are Harav Herschel Shachter, Rosh Hashiva, and Rosh Kolol at Ritz. Rabbi Menachem Ganak, our guest, is the rabbi of uh, Congregation Shomri Amuna and CEO and rabbinic administrator at OU Kosher. And we, I always enjoy our conversations about the Rav. Information contact Congregation Shomri Amuna. And as soon as the Dvarim is out in the uh, series of Chumashim, we'll certainly alert the audience. Rabbi Ganak, good luck tomorrow night, and thank you so much for joining us this morning. Okay, thanks. More coming up. You're listening to a, a Tuesday morning post-Yuntav edition of JM in the AM. 